culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. It's always a good time over there, you guys. So go and give me a follow over there. Okay. Okay. And if you uh, want to join our private Facebook group, the link is in the description below. I hope you are sipping on some fizzy Housewives-inspired rosé for yourself or some Housewives-inspired white wine for yourself. They are both fizzy, packing and punch, and 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar, so you will be able to get Liddy City this weekend without that gnarly wine headache the next day. I made sure to design it consciously with my pals at Elix. Summer is coming. They are in cans, so they are pool safe. They're not going to break any glass they're also recyclable um and they're they're small they're compact you can sneak them in your purse you can sneak them in your pocket they're not like a big obnoxious white claw so it's not like people are gonna be like oop you're drinking a white claw they're not gonna know what it is i tell people it's an energy drink so <laughs> probably shouldn't say that but please if you do want to order make sure you're 21 and over and drink responsibly it will be a good time get lady city this week and go to nofilterwine.com that's nofilterwine.com we have four fun designs inspired by real housewives of beverly hills atlanta new jersey and salt lake city Jersey is just wrapping up, but we have new seasons of Atlanta and Beverly Hills. So order your or what or your I'm gone with the wine. Fabulous right now at nofilterwine.com. All right. Love you. Mean it. Also, if you're watching this on the YouTube one, I hope you are subscribed. If you aren't subscribed, then I hope you get subscribed and hit that. Smash that like button and hit that bell notification button. But also, I just wanted to show you my cute little my cutie patootie shirt. It says, I don't want a Scott. I'm ready for my Travis because we want that Travis Barker, baby. Courtney and Travis just got married over the weekend officially and they have their big Italian wedding coming up. So if you want to channel that energy with your I don't want a Scott. I'm ready for my Travis. Then you can get your your merch at justplainzack.com slash shop. That's justplainzack.com slash shop. We also have Zach Pack sweaters, tea spilling professional t-shirts, uh, Liddy City tank tops, perfect for summer. So you can order all of that at justplainzack.com slash shop. Use code NOFILTER, and I believe you get 20% off. <gasps> what? Discount? 
We love a deal. We love a deal. JustWayneZach.com slash shop. Code. No filter. All right. That's enough promo for today because I know some of you guys are like, you always talk about promo and you're always promoting yourself. And uh, Well, guess what, bitch? This show is for free. So let me have five minutes to promote myself. I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur and I want to pimp out my wine line and my merch. Okay. All right. So a couple of like little updates that have happened since we last spoke, you guys. Dr. Jen Armstrong, she's getting divorced or well, she's filed for legal separation from her husband, Ryan or Ryan. Um, Sadly, their relationship has come to an end. So love to Dr. Jen. You know, she did my face. We love a good face moment. We love. Ooh, it's like hot in here. I'm getting a little sweaty. I'm getting a little dewy. Um. Yeah, she did my Botox and my filler, and I love it. The whole video is available on the YouTube, too. But sadly, they are separated. We know that they separated for a few months, like, around the holidays, and then they were getting back together, and then it seemingly didn't work out, and she's officially filed for separation. So that's a bummer, because he's a cutie patootie, and him without his shirt is just so hot, and it's such a vibe, and... I wonder if, like, it is that reality TV curse, like, when couples come onto reality shows and then they don't work out? Like, is it just because other people are now having to weigh in on their relationships and that becomes challenging? Or the fact that, like, obviously he wasn't comfortable on camera. That was apparent. He didn't want to argue on camera. He didn't want to discuss their couple's issues on camera. She was obviously a little more open to doing that. But I also think she's very much career-driven. Um, and I think that was probably challenging for him and for their marriage. And now that she was on a reality show, I'm sure that made it even more challenging. Curious to know if you guys want her to come back. I like Dr. Jen and not just because she, you know, made me look cute, but I actually enjoyed her on the show and thought that there was more storyline for us to explore that got overshadowed by Shannon and Gina's weird fight. And then Heather and Noella. Noella definitely is very Kelly Dodd vibes where she kind of takes over the show a lot. Um, curious to see what they're going to end up doing. They have to bring back Tamara at some point. And like I said, I wouldn't be opposed to them bringing back Kelly Dodd because I just think it would be such a lightning rod and really shake things up. And obviously all the people that were like boycotting OC when Kelly was on it in that last season, they're like, fire Kelly or we're not going to watch this show. Like, obviously it didn't help that much if the ratings got even worse after Kelly left. So I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm not saying Kelly's a great person, but I'm saying she's a great reality star and she makes things interesting and she makes things fun to watch. And she's crazy and we love crazy. We don't put people on reality TV because we think they're upstanding citizens. We put them on television because they entertain us. So there you go. Um, what else happened? The Real Housewives of Dubai trailer came out and it's had some mixed, uh, like reactions. A lot of people are like, this just looks like, uh, luxury porn because we're showing their affluent lifestyles. It definitely feels like old school housewives, like the, the beginning. I don't even know if I, we can say old school housewives because I guess what were old school housewives? It was more about the culture of their city and the women that were mothers and wives at that time in their cities, um, which I guess is kind of fitting for Dubai. Dubai. People are shocked that they're are, are disappointed or upset that there isn't enough housewives drama. But I feel like Dubai was never intended to be a housewives drama type of housewives show. It was always built on the affluence. It was built on the luxury. Um 
And I think that's actually what we might find enjoyable. And maybe the drama will come. Maybe it wasn't super spicy in the trailer and it might not be super, you know, sensationalized in this first season. But we're like the whole point of Housewives more than it is the drama is it's to give us a peek inside the women's lives in that city, in that, you know, like the culture of New York. It's very hustler. It's very driven. It's very, you know, or, you know, Manhattan Moms, which was the original concept of it. That was very much like about the these affluent women on the Upper East Side that were trying to make sure their kids got into school. And then you kind of had the quirky Alex and the Bethany that were struggling and trying to make it. So, but it gave us, you know, what was what New York was like at that time. Same thing with like Beverly Hills, Atlanta, New Jersey, OC. Like it opened up the gates into what that city and that culture and those women in that affluent group actually were like. Um, and then eventually they became friends and then they weren't friends. And then we brought in new women and the whole trajectory of of what Housewives was and the, the fabric and DNA of it have, has completely changed and switched and you know, has had its many ups and downs, but I'm actually looking forward to Dubai. Yes, the trailer was super focused on the lux and the affluence, and it wasn't so much focused on the drama, but I'm kind of okay with that. I want to know about the culture in Dubai. I want to get to know these women. I want to start to invest in them a little bit and see if it's even worth wanting to see how their relationships develop. So I'm actually kind of here. I'm willing to give them a try. And I believe... um, I'm probably announcing this a little prematurely, but uh, you know I can't keep a secret unless I have to. But um, actually, to be fair, I think I'm probably better at keeping secrets than Adam and Jason. I don't know. Maybe I think we all take turns in terms of who's a better secret keeper, depending on the actual secret. But um, we are working on something that we're going to be doing, I believe, to help count down the premiere for Real Housewives of Dubai. So stay tuned for that. You know, we we, we are going to be giving Dubai a chance. So we'll be doing something. And, you know, we've been working on a lot of other special stuff. So stay tuned for that as well. And if you joined us um, in New York City at City Winery... NYC with special guest Margaret Joseph. This, this might bring you back to that special night on April 28th in New York. And if not, if you didn't make the show and you weren't able to watch online, today is your lucky day because today we are officially releasing our interview with the Margaret Joseph from Real Housewives of New Jersey. We get into all of it. We talk about um, her being a businesswoman. We talk about her being a real housewife. We talk about her being a reality star. We ask her about like Kristen Cavallari and her lawsuits. We ask her about Kim Kardashian in the back she got with her advice to women in business. We talk about Danielle Staub. We talk about Siggy Flicker. We talk about, um, I think we talk about Caroline Manso. We talk about Teresa for sure and Louie and all of that good stuff right as we are coming to the conclusion of this season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Obviously, last night we had the conclusion, the third part of the reunion. So the season is wrapped, and now you get to actually hear what Margaret's thoughts are on some of the things from this season. Maybe some of the things you didn't get to see her address at the reunion, she's now going to be talking about on today's episode of the podcast. The interview is also going to be um, available on Adam's channel as well. So make sure you guys go to Up and Adam, support him, subscribe to him, spread the love, guys. And all the collaborators that were in our show, DJ Richie Sky, Jess Rothschilds from Hot Takes and Deep Dives, Tom Hamlet um, from the Dumpster Dive podcast, Anthony Lario from the Shit Show podcast, Derek Zagami, all these great, incredible collaborators that we were so lucky to share the stage with. We're so grateful that they all said yes and wanted to come out and support. I don't think we'll ever be releasing their segment. Um, 
maybe we'll find ways to release clips of it. But I know we played a game where it was my team, the Zach Pack versus Adam's team, which was called the Adam's Family, which is what his community, um, that's their self-proclaimed name in his community of supporters. And mine is the Zach Pack. But so I had Jess, Anthony, and Tom on my team, and Adam had Derek and Richie on his team. And so we played this game called Spill the Tea, where we had to essentially... Um, reveal like you know juicy stories and details to see you know which team could spill the most tea based off of the bravo lebs that we've met or hooked up with um based off of the guests that we've had and the best and worst guests or celebrity encounters um my team definitely spilled a lot of tea and we definitely some of us got in trouble afterwards and i'm glad that there's no recording of it anywhere so i mean we might have to edit a couple things out but then that's just you know something special that the people that live streamed it or came to the actual show got to enjoy um i don't know maybe if my arm is twisted hard enough maybe it will release some of that panel footage um just to kind of support some of the other, uh, the other collaborators. But, um, but yeah, that was a fun night. Thank you guys for coming and supporting our Spilling Tea live tour. We had LA, we had Nashville, we had New York City, and we have more in the works. So stay tuned for those special announcements. All right, guys, with that being said, I guess without further ado, should we introduce the one and only from Real Housewives of New Jersey, Margaret Josephs. Guys, how beautiful is Margaret in person? Oh, you're so sweet. So Thank gorge. You. Thank so you. So gorge. Well, we know you Thank brought you. Joe tonight, Margaret. I did. And Joe's not feeling good, so this Joe is... Joe a... has bad laryngitis. I feel mm. bad. But I, I, I slept him out. I know. He's a trooper. He's a trooper. How's Marge Sr.? Marge Sr. is fabulous. Is she, she dating Joe. anyone? She's not dating, but we have to find her somebody. She needs someone... Smart. She likes someone liberal, someone who likes to have sex. That's a no. I'm not kidding. Martin Rowe says that like guys her age aren't like very limber. I, that's I, that's like that's what she said. I was like, Mom, I'm like mortified. Very limber. <laughs> and very single. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a question. Yes. I know that we watch you on the show. Your house is beautiful, but there's always a lot going on, right? Yes. Always. Do we have any upcoming renovation projects for Joe? Yes. I oh. mean, every bit, our whole downstairs is done. So now, of course, we're on to the second floor, which I am last on the list. You know how it is? It's like you're married to the guy who does the houses. So, of course, you're always last on the list. So now we're on the second floor. So it's an absolute mess. But And no one's ever even seen. We even have a third floor, but they've never filmed up there. So the house is much bigger than people realize. But this is this house is 110 years old. And I want everyone to know, because everyone bitched at me. They were like, Marge, fix your house. I moved into that house, well, now it's five years, but literally two weeks before I got on the show. And we bought it as a, like a long-term project, because it was very old, and we were like restoring it as opposed to renovating it. And everyone's like, why doesn't she fix her house? I'm like, uh, I have a business. I'm not just on the show. I, I do all these other things. You know, so we're taking our time. But thank God the downstairs is done. But definitely now it's the upstairs. Okay. Okay, so it's a work in progress. Work, yeah, like me, you oh, know? Yes. <laughs> we love that. Okay. I'm constantly renovating. Well, we also know you have your amazing book. Thank okay, you. yes. your book, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. And if you guys have not, hey! Now available in paperback. And if you haven't ordered, now it's on 
paperback. Yes, so. now it's on paperback as well. There's an extra chapter in the paperback that uh, with Marge Sr., a bonus chapter, I interview her, and some stuff about her background, which you guys saw in this season. So it's, it's, yeah, it's great. So there's a bonus chapter in the paperback. Well, and we have to say, obviously, a huge congratulations, but we want to know, after this experience, is there another book or another business venture coming? Like, is there something in the works? Well, yeah. First, there's two things. If I ever did another book, which I would like to after writing the extra chapter at Marge Singer, I'd love to do a book on mothers and daughters and maybe interview other mother-daughters. Because I always say that that relationship is so complicated. It's the most beautiful relationship you have, but also the most complicated relationship. So I would love to do a book on mothers and daughters and interview other mother-daughters. So that's the book I would love to do. And the other adventure, or venture I'd like to say, is I started Business with Lexi. It's a mocktail line. They mentioned it at the season finale. Um, it's called Soiree. It's coming out. It's coming, you know, and I know a lot of Bravo celebrities do beverages, but this is separate really from Housewives because I never drink. I don't have a drinking problem. Everybody thinks that I do, but, but I don't. I get horrible migraines and Marge Singer cocktails a little too much. I witness a little too much. So we came out with a beverage called Soiree. It's in slim cans. It's also a mixer. It's amazing. It'll be going into Total Wine by the end of June. Um, yeah, so it's good. And the, it's, it's, it's great, and it's a lot of fun, so that's coming out. So we're excited about that. Wow. Guys, go ask Luann if her um, fosé is in. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't, we're it, making doesn't moves. it doesn't taste like alcohol. That's the other thing. It's just yeah. like when you choose not to drink, um, People don't want it to always taste like alcohol. It could be a mixer. So that's why we did it that way. Oh, I love that. I love that. Maybe, Entrepreneur. Maybe I'll do that and not fall asleep at the table with Captain Sean. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Margaret, in the book, you do also talk about building Macbeth Collection. Yes, yes. We're curious what your thoughts are on Kim Kardashian's recent advice to women in business. Get um, your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. No. I, you know, I feel two ways about it, and I say two things can be true. It was very tone deaf, because women work very, very hard, and it was not the right thing to say. Women, you know, and listen, I'm going to say this. I get a lot of flack, because everyone's like, Margaret's not for stay-at-home mothers. That is bullshit. They just always say that on the show, because I always fight with Jennifer. That's not true, because I did stay home with my son. I did birth a child. People don't realize that we're very, very close. I just leave it, you know, very private. Um... So it's a very tone-deaf thing for her to say because it's not of the moment. Everybody does want to work. The second part is, I think Kim Kardashian also gets a lot of flack because people think she just fell into this. She does happen to be a very hardworking woman. And she employs a lot of people. And she did pass the bar. And people think she just wakes up like that. That's not the way it is. There's no overnight success. So it sucked that she said that. But I also give her a lot of credit to the fact is she her and her family have built an empire, and that doesn't happen without hard work and a very big responsibility. And when you have something that large, you don't rest, ever. And that's like working all the time. We're so that's why two, I feel two ways about it. Adam and I are coming for that Kardashian empire. No, and I was about to say, he's literally supporting Kim Kardashian right now. You guys don't even know, but Zach has skims on. Yeah, I exactly. do, I do. Yeah. No. Okay. No. No slip. Being in a romper and skims is not easy. Margaret, I have a question for you because I tried, you know, and this is just like a personal thing that a lot of people don't know, but I launched an uh, all-inclusive dating app, and then I wrote a book, and then after that I joined YouTube, and the pandemic hit, and I feel like I've learned so much, but nothing has really been so crazy successful. So I want to ask you, you've been 
so successful, you're going to continue to be successful, what would you say is probably the biggest lesson you've learned in business? Um, thank you, and congratulations on oh. all those things that oh, you've no, done. Oh, no, well, they all failed, I, so no, no, they don't, no, that's, by the way, there's no failure. Until we did a sold-out Spilling Tea Live tour. Yeah, you have so many, yes. I also feel there's no failures, but I will say the one thing I learned in business, like I said, there's no overnight success. So if you believe in something, you have to keep doing it. It doesn't happen overnight. And everybody thinks that it does, and that's not the way it is. The first thing I really learned is know what you're good at, but more importantly is what you're not good at. Because I suck at the back end of everything. I'm a great front person. I'm super creative. I have the best ideas, but I'm the most disorganized. I'm horrible, like, you know, with money, you know, in the back end. You have to get somebody who's really good at the opposite skill set, and that's the most important thing. Because everybody thinks they're great at everything and are control freaks. That's the worst thing for a business. And I, and I do believe that. And that's why I have an amazing team behind me, because I couldn't do it without them. So whatever that is, is like, that's what you have to have. No, I love that. I think, Zach, I think you've been wrong. That's more important than anything. Zach's been focusing on the wrong back end. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, that is a very, very important thing. I love that. Yeah. So, Margaret, Kirsten, or, uh, yeah, Kristen Cavallari recently came under fire. There's a jewelry designer that's suing her for saying that she knocked off their designs. You talk about your lawsuits a lot in the book and yes. how they're really just a casualty of business. A lawsuit doesn't necessarily mean you're guilty of anything. Do you have any, any advice to Kristen for you know what she's going through with her jewelry collection, um, Uncommon I think James. Uncommon James, and she's been around for a while. Yeah. I think the bigger you are, the more likelihood you're going to get sued, and people do see you as a target. Um, there's only so many jewelry designs that could go around. I mean, no one's reinventing the wheel when it comes to that, right? I mean, not you mean to a be butterfly is not I original. Mean, it's just so the whole point is, it you know my only. Well, I mean, I'm sure she has plenty of attorneys and everything else, but it's it's a casual it is a casualty of business that when you become very big, you take it as a compliment that you are on the map and someone is suing you, and it's un it's an unfortunate part of the business. The only advice I could give her is, you know what, you it's easy it's cheaper to settle. That's what I say, because I I always said I owed my attorney more than I owed on my mortgage at one point. I was like, this is insane. So would you say that being And that doesn't mean you're guilty, FYI. It's a business no. decision. And that and that's true. It is sometimes cheaper to settle. So would you say, you know, being that now that you're on reality TV, you get a lot of eyes on you, you get a lot of criticism, would you say that it's helped or hurt your business ultimately? I think being on this platform is helpful to business because um, everybody gets to know you and things like that. But then also it has taken me a little bit away from my business. I mean, I have a great team that I work with. My The girls that I work with are amazing. But it also does take it away. You, do, you don't, I don't focus as much as I would like to. But it's also given it great eyes on the business. And it's a great marketing platform, and so many people know about it. So it's in, in the end, it's helped it. I mean, I will say that when I first got on the show, my lawsuit did blow up. <laughs> I will say, it cost me, it cost me a little bit. I like how Joe's nodding his head back yes, there. Yes, Joe's like, yeah. look at me like, yes. Yeah. So we keep everything else very private. Okay. Well, now, since you're, you know, we're talking about business, I think it's very different because you have a huge platform, right? And yes. we see a lot of housewives who are jumping into business. And I want to know, for any of them, do you have a tip for any of your fellow housewives who are looking to use their platforms to launch a business? 
Yes. I feel like I have this issue a lot. Which I think housewives that truly want to do it don't realize sometimes that it's work, and it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I feel like everybody gets, listen, housewives, did you get paid to post a lot, right? And that's like fast money. But business isn't fast money. And I think a lot of housewives don't realize that. You know, and anybody could come out with, you know, a product or a skin cream. But it, and slap your name on it. We can't just do a label slap. It has to be something that, I mean, I could literally count on one hand housewives that have been successful with products. Um, you know, and that created business. And which is sad because we've had a hundred something housewives. And this is such a per, you know, and such an opportunity to create something. But I think my, my advice to housewives are, housewives doesn't last forever. You have to make an opportunity out of this platform, create something that could last if you want to do that. And I think that's what, but it doesn't happen overnight. And you have to do something that you believe in. And it is hard work. I mean, being on housewives is hard work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, well, great segue. <laughs> okay, we know that you guys want the real tea about the housewives from Margaret, and we don't know how comfortable she is talking. And thank you for the business tea, by the way. We yeah. love that. Yeah, but, but that's true. No, I, I mean, and I think that there's so many people who are inspired by what you do. And, of course, you being on this show, we want to know because we're all watching. Thanks. You guys just had killer ratings. We how did. are We you had a great season. Yeah, how are you feeling about this current season? No, I am very... I'm, I, I'm on an amazing cast of women. As much as we fight, we're, we, I mean, you know, going into it, you're always like, oh my God, I mean, we're fine. What are we going to argue about? You know, it's like the reality, you know, gods, the internet gave us such a season. That's the way right. I say, you right. know. Um, and we were, you know, we're very lucky. We have an amazing production company. We're just, we're a great crew. We're very lucky. Do you stand by everything that we saw from you on this season? I do. Okay. I do. I feel like I feel like I am I'm true to myself. What I say, I say what I mean. If I make up with someone, I do it genuinely. If I hurt somebody, I am truly sorry. It is not beneath me to apologize, like some people on my show. Um, and I and I and I do real yeah. And I do really stand by what I said. I love that. We do have a question from our Instagram, Margaret. This one comes from Goddess in Light, and she wants to know, she says, Teresa and you are from different cultures. Do you think this could be causing some of the problems between the two of you? Um, no. She, I, have no. you heard she's Italian? Like, there was she's no hesitation. Well, we're both European. Both our parents you know, were born overseas. We both come from strong European bath backgrounds. We're not that far apart in age. I mean, she, she's 50 this month. I'm 55. It's not like we're a different generation. There's not even, you know, there's five years between us. Um, I think we grew up very differently. I don't think that's the issue between us at all. I think that I have a very different view on friendship and what friendship means. Her idea of friendship is don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> and, and mine is a very intimate level. Anybody I'm very close with, we discuss everything. We're able to talk about everything. Even if we don't agree about everything, um, it's not off the table. And I truly have never met anybody where things are off the table, regardless if it's on the camera or not in front of the camera. There was different ways to handle these conversations. No, it is uncomfortable that there was negative things out there about her uh, boyfriend at the time. I, I don't blame her. I know that's upsetting, but there was different ways to handle it, and I think she mishandled it. Okay. I mean, that was great. Uh, Anthony Lario with the snaps in the back. 
All right, so we have another um, question from Instagram. It's from Chris O'Shea and asked, what was the best time you ever had filming Real Housewives of New Jersey, but also the worst? Oh, well, I'll start with the worst was my first season when I was called an anti-Semite. Mm. It was 10 times worse than getting my hair pulled, the stuff fli flipped on the table, anything that has happened because A, it was my first season. B, um, I was married to someone Jewish. My kids were raised Jewish. My son had a bar mitzvah. I was so taken aback because I couldn't believe someone could say something like that. Someone, Siggy, who actually lived around the corner from me when I had lived in Tenafly, who knew my kids. So it was a real low blow and is a calculated move on her part. And what I had said was not an anti-Semitic thing to say. So she had like plotted that because it was weeks after I had made that statement to her. And that was like so, like it got me so in the gut and I was so disgusted because it was such a strong statement. I mean, I'm glad everybody like had agreed with me. I mean, people from Jewish organizations had written to me and said that was so disgraceful. So in the end, everything worked out, but that was like hands down the worst thing that has ever happened to me on the show. So everything after that, even though crappy things have happened, hair pulls, this, that, that was the worst. Um, you know, there's so many great moments uh, on the show that I've enjoyed. A lot of, I think all festive parties and things like that. I did a charity event, the Hospital Heroes charity event, was probably my favorite because my neighbor, Jeff Lipton, who's head of pediatric oncology, um, it was also celebrating him, who I'm so close to, and seeing those kids, cancer survivors. That was such a feel-good moment for me, and being with those kids. That was probably my favorite thing on the show. Yes. By the way, when I saw that, and then you made them, you know, the super, like the superhero outfits. Yes, and, I and that company's that was... still around, Brave Gowns. That's a, a company that I'm part of. You know, I don't profit. Nothing from that comes to me. Just goes to Brave Gowns so they could get gowns on children's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a cancer, so yes. I'm a crier, and that was, that was you know, very touching. Um, okay, so we also have another one for you. It's from Suki Denton, 2019, and she wants to know, why continue to do the show? It seems stressful being friends with these ladies. <laughs> well, you know what? Once you're in it, there's so many good times, and it is fun. I would stop doing it when it's not fun anymore, and I think that's really what it is. It's, it is a good time. There are, it is stressful, though. I'm not going to say it's not stressful, but what, what job and relationship is not stressful? But the good times outweigh the bad times, and that's why I still do it. Okay, there's your answer, Suki. Suki. So, Margaret, Teresa said that she thinks the reason you're prying into Louie is because you're bored with your <laughs> husband. <laughs> Any response? I just, I think it's, I, did, I would like to know, I think that's so funny, by the way. Um, Joe is like probably the least boring person. No, I have a very, Thankfully, calm life at this point at home, um, very content. I've, I've waited my whole life to meet Joe. It's like I had a beautiful, no, I'm being, I had a beautiful first marriage. I'm not going to say I did. I was married for 20 years because we raised a beautiful family. We were a beautiful family, not a happy couple. There's a difference. Now I'm very lucky. We've a, a vet, we're a very happy couple, happy family, a lot of peace. I wasn't prying into Louie. I just commented on everything the entire world saw on the internet. The, you didn't have to look past opening your phone in the morning and, you know, you were blasted from every outlet. I mean, that's your jobs, okay? That's your jobs. And we're People very good at Google it. Google alerts. And you're, very, and you're very good at reporting it. No one has to feed it to you. If there's a public report out there, you're finding it. 
I know how to Google. I know how yes. to read lawsuits. We yes. don't need I mean, the tea straight lawsuits, from you. I mean, my the first season I got out, I mean, I'd wake up in the morning, there's Vineyard Vine suing Margaret Joseph's $12 million. I mean, no one was putting my stuff out. That's just the way it happens. If you're on reality TV, your dirty laundry is going to come out. It was out there. We're on a show. You guys, it would be bizarre if no one discussed it. It would be. And it's, it's a normal thing to ask. I was, of course we were concerned. We are just like, Teresa, aren't you concerned? No one said it was true. No one said anything bad about him. Everybody skirted around it, and I just was upfront about it. And I, I mean, I got, ooh, she was mad. I mean, <laughs> we saw that. We saw that. Okay, so I, I guess that's a, another great segue. Thank you for just like feeding us. No, the, of course. No, this is great. Um, so, what would you say that? What does it take to be a great real housewife for anyone? Because we get new housewives every year. Yes. And you never know who's watching, and they love us, right? They so, do. You know. Yes, we love. Maybe you. not all of them, but okay. No, we love you. I think to be a great real housewife, everybody thinks it's like. Oh, you have to have the big house, all the money. You know, that's I. I don't think that's the most big thing. Uh, you know, I think a lot of girls who are fans of the show are like, "I'd be perfect. I'd be this." It's not what you have in your mind. I think it's just being completely authentic, being very raw, being your real self, um, not be opinionated, and make your opinions known. And I think that's what it is being authentic to yourself. I really do, and not being afraid of what everybody thinks of you. And, right. I, and that's what makes a good housewife. And taking control of the narrative, right? Yeah, take, yeah, taking control of the narrative. Like, that's what I always say. I don't understand why people like want to hide stuff for this. I'm like, we are so lucky we have a platform. There's all this crap out there. You could control the narrative and say, well, like, this is what really happened. You're, you're on a TV show and you could say, it's like, well, this is what's happening. And then people are like, oh, oh, don't say anything. I'm like, you people are nuts. Yeah, talk yeah. about it before somebody else does. Yeah, they talk agree, about yeah. it before someone else does. Like, get ahead of it. The discerning yeah, and if you have dirty laundry, it's totally coming out. Whatever you did, if you're mo if you're mean to your kindergarten teacher, people are gonna know. Yeah, the kindergarten's I mean, that's, that's gonna give Gibby. an exclusive. Everybody will come out of the woodwork. It'll be an exclusive on Up and Adam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. My kindergarten teachers are probably dead already. So. <laughs> so. The discerning critic on Instagram wants to know, Margaret, would you ever do Ultimate Girls Trip, and who would you want to do it with? Yes. Yes, I would do Ultimate Girls Trip for sure. I would love to. I would love to be with... You want me to pick my cast? I'll pick somebody from every city. I'm, okay, let's see. Atlanta, I would pick Marlo. Because I love Marlo. Um, from Potomac, it would be Karen Huger. For sure. Okay, from Beverly Hills, you guys, I don't know if you're going to be happy. I'd pick Lisa Rinna. Oh, that would be I fun. would pick... I would. I know. People don't love her. But listen, you need somebody who makes good TV. What? Yes. She's. No, make her run. I. What about. You talk about. Listen, I think she's a fun. Listen, I've been around. She's hysterical. I know, but it doesn't. She's good TV. You know we can what? agree to that. You need someone who makes a party and makes good TV. She's great okay. TV. Um, from New York, because Dorinda Reddy just. I'd have to take Sonia. And I'd take Sonia Morgan. That was not the same response for Lisa. Okay. That's what what'd you say? I said that was not the same response for Lisa Rinna. Not, not the same response. I know, but I just think what a good cat just think how much fun this would all be. Wait, what what's it wait, oh Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, I'd have to take Heather Gay. I would take Heather Gay from Salt Lake. 
Wait, who am I missing? Who am I missing? What's this? OC. Oh, OC. OC. OC was tough this year. I, I would take I would take Shannon Bedore. Okay. I would take Shannon. What? Oh, Miami, Miami. I love Miami, but I'd have to take Marisol. Okay. Yeah. Mar Marisol and I are friends. We're friends before I even got on the show. So we, I don't know how that even happened. Because of all my products, she would write to me. I'd send it to her. So we're good friends, Marisol. Okay. Okay. Oh, Marge Senior would have to come in for, like, snide comments. No. I love that. That's an ultimate girls trip that I'm ready to watch. That would be great. And I don't want to do it at the Bluestone Manor. We, maybe we can, maybe your house no, will be No, we have to go somewhere. But I, I mean, I'm not one who likes to be in a bathing suit. I like to go to a hot place, but I don't want to be in a bathing suit with all these bitches that work out all the time. <laughs> you know, they're all like with their fake boobs and the, the, no, like, listen, I'm a curvy girl, but everybody's like, I work out, I do this, I'm doing my squats, I'm doing, you know, I had the tummy tuck, I had the liposuction. I'm like, listen, I did my face, that's all, that's about all I could do. With this You're thing. like, I, I, we stopped there. Yeah, it's like, I'm getting, I'm getting a little lazy. You're so sweet. Well, oh, all right. Thank you. So, no, thank you. That wasn't for compliments, I'm just saying, I'm like, we all know I'm the known eater of the group. Uh, Okay, so we do want to know, because obviously all amazing things come to an end, and we're not looking forward to it anytime soon, especially not with the ratings you guys have, but what does life look like for you after reality television, and honestly, would you pivot back into running your business full-time? Like, how does that look for you? No, I think I'm always going to work. Marge Singer's 75. She still works. I'll always have my business. I'm really hoping soiree. That is my uh, goal for that to really blow up. Lexi and I are working very hard on that, so... You know, working more on Macbeth. I mean, my label for Walmart's Candy Couture, that's doing amazing. To be honest, I probably wouldn't have to work as hard because I work so hard on my business now and Housewives, I'm literally exhausted. So not being on Housewives, I'd probably be able to travel more and still work on my business. I'd probably be more relaxed. Okay. Yeah. Yes, like that, that. that would be it. Yes. Okay. All right, Margaret, are you ready for some Housewives rapid fire? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Adam, I'll let you do the honors of kicking it off. Okay. Thank you, Zach. That is so kind of you. I've been very kind to you all night. Oh, God. Okay. All right. If you could switch lives with one other housewife, any franchise, who would it be? Uh, switch lot, Probably Kyle. Okay. She's that, was, that was easy. I love her wardrobe. She is a hot husband. No, nothing, nothing personal. No, eh, <laughs> look at Joe back there. He's like, be careful. No, but she like you know I love her I love her decor just everything there you know what I mean, and she's a nice person so I take yeah. okay cool. people love her. Okay, who would you say is the shadiest housewife you've ever met? The shade no the shadiest, I think truthful Nini. No, sh same she's, here. No, she's shit. Listen, she's a great housewife, but she's shady. Yeah. I mean, no, but that's okay. You can. Yeah, a compl yeah. Listen, she's a great housewife, but she's definitely shady. Yeah, what do you think it takes to do the job? You gotta be shady. Yes. Oh. Uh, you know no, what? Maybe we'll pass on that one. Yeah, I might pass on that yeah, one, but yeah. I don't fight. We'll do gonna... questions at the end. We have yeah, some no, live no, stream yeah. questions saved for that questions. one. All right. All right. All right. So, our next question to kind of get away from the Nini stuff. Which housewife surprised you the most, but in a good way? Let's be positive about Which it. Which housewife surprised me the most, but in a good way? Um, you know, Phaedra is amazing. I, you know what? She was at Andy's baby shower, and I didn't know anything about Phaedra. And she is the warmest, sweetest, nicest person ever. She really is. She's a doll. So nice. Remembers everybody's name. 
just like lovely. A true Southern Belle. True Southern Belle. Which housewife have you had the worst encounter See, with? See, he's the negative one, I told you. The worst I'm the shady encounter. one. I'm the Lisa Rinna. I, it's very funny. I didn't think we had a bad encounter, but she commented that she thinks I'm full of myself, Kelly Dodd. Mm. But she, but she, but she said that about me. She said I was full of myself at BravoCon, and I was like, "What?" No, I mean real. No, That's okay. She's looking for a job right now, so that's okay. All right. So I know this kind of goes back to Ultimate Girls Trip. You picked a cast, but if you could just pick any housewife, one housewife, we're going on a vacation for two weeks. Who are you trusting to do it? And they can't be from your franchise. Oh, no, but they're not a housewife right now, but Dorinda. Okay. She tra- her and I travel the same places. I love her clothes. She would, pick, she would pick the best place for us to go to. We've been away together, so I'd have to pick her. Dorinda. She'll make it nice. She'll make it She'll nice. She always yeah. makes it nice. Which house husband outside of Jersey do you think is the hunkiest? I would say Maurizio. I was about to say, if you name another one, Joe's going to kill us. I know, Joe's going to kill No, look at Joe. No, that's two Joes. He's going to kill me. No, because he's like dark and sexy, and there is, you know, Maurizio is very handsome. You better stop getting her in trouble. What? Okay. Okay. Okay, if you had to choose... Yeah, Paula... I mean, he does have that prison thing. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. Is there... He might be better for Teresa. I, I don't know. What did you say? He said that. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm the least of I'm so, okay. Yeah, well, Paolo was okay. handsome. All right. Who's that? No, that Drew Sedora's husband's good looking. Very good looking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Until he disappears for four days and doesn't tell her where he's at. I mean, but that, I mean, that doesn't, he's still good looking though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good looking. He's a good looking. All right. So. That's a problem. We don't know if he's a cheater. Which housewife, if, if you had to choose a housewife and you were comfortable going into business with them, which housewife would you choose to go into business with? Oh, I, that would be like a Bethany Frankel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to go with somebody who has had a good business. Yeah. Bethany in your business. I mean, yeah. listen, she got a lot of shit for branding her, her little Volkswagen bug, but now look at her now. So No, listen, she's an amazing business. Nofilterwine.com. The, you, <laughs> it's not, the people you pick for your friends aren't the people you have to pick to go into business with. That's just not the way it is. Right? You could have true. the best friends in the world, they could suck at business. And the people you go into business with are, you know, don't have to be your best friends. That rings so true right now. Okay. <laughs> so true. Oh, sorry, I'm getting good at it. (laughs) (laughs) He's learning. Uh, Which former housewife from Jersey would you like to see back on the show? Oh, I've said this before. Carolyn Manzo. Caroline Manzo. That was a no-filter exclusive. (laughs) Okay. You don't want to bring back Ziggy? What? Uh. No. I don't want her in this country. (laughs) She was a stain on New Jersey. Danielle. Uh. That's saying a lot. Danielle all day long. Okay. Okay. So Margaret said she'd prefer Danielle Staub over Siggy. We don't even know her last name at this point, so it's good. We'll leave her alone. Yeah. All right. Margaret. That says a lot. We have a question for you when it comes to the housewives. If you could switch a franchise, say any franchise aside from Jersey, which housewives franchise would you go to? New York. Oh. That's easy. That's easy. It's right over the bridge. 
I feel like I'm in New York all the time anyway. Okay. All right, last rapid fire. Which housewife would you least like to get in an altercation with? <laughs> Probably. No, no, not Portia, not Portia. I don't feel the way about Portia. No, probably Nene. Probably Nene. Yeah, she could scare me. Yeah, she can be a little scary. She told me to get out of her face when I, I snuck into a, really? a Mariah Carey after party, and I told her, I said, I work for Lisa Vanderpump. She's like, I hate Lisa. Get really? away from me. And I was like, oh, my oh. God. And I was like, oh, no. No, because she's, like, tough. She's, you know. She's tough. Yeah, yeah, she's tough, but I still said to her, I was like, I still love you. You're my favorite housewife. Oh. Yeah. Listen, Kiss she's ass. amazing. She's like, you know, iconic housewife. She what, you know. You're right. She changed You're... the game. She changed the game. She did. Yeah. Where's Jason? Oh, God. Jason? I'm here. I'm here. Jason I'm here. Derulo. Should we take some live stream questions? We do. Oh, and maybe an audience question? Do yeah, you guys I have questions? Should start with audience questions. For any of us? Yeah. All right. Does anybody have a question in the audience? Yeah. Wait, you oh, have to oh, take the on. mic, Joe. He's bringing you the mic. We need to hear you on the live stream. We need to cover it on the All podcast. All right, Janelle. I'm going to give you this question. Oh, my God. Bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan, Mark. Oh, thank you, my love. Yes. Okay. So, out of all of the houses that we've seen on, on Jersey, not including your house, which one would you actually live in? Oh. I wouldn't live in Teresa's because that's too gaudy for me. That's just my opinion. Of all the houses I've ever seen on Jersey. All the houses, including like from Dina's to Caroline's to Jack. I mean, you know, I'm I'm very big on location mm-hmm. because I have to live by the city. And my house is the closest to the city. So this is very tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe, this is a tough one. <laughs> uh, you're going to think I'm crazy. Melissa has a rental house right now, and I would probably live in that. Yes! Uh-oh. Melissa has a rental house. The gorgeous live in nice houses. Melissa has a rental house right now in Wyckoff, and it's a great... I told her she should stay there and don't even build a new house. Love it. I would go there. Okay. All right, Jason, do we have a live stream question? Yes, we do. How many seasons do you see yourself in the future on Real Housewives of New Jersey? You know, every year, I'm just like, we'll see what happens next year. I don't, I can't predict it. You know, life is so you know, fluid in the way everything changes, I never know what's going to happen every year. I, I, ju- I don't know. I really don't know. I, n- I never thought I'd be on this long. We'll do a smear campaign on Jersey if they don't bring you back. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we will be going into the new season shortly. Uh, you know, rumor has it will uh, Jersey will be filming sooner than later. Rumor has it, but but nothing nothing has been announced yet. No one knows who's coming back yet. We don't know anything yet. What? Ah, oh, if we go down the shore one more time, we're gonna blow my brains out. <laughs> if I have to go to one more boardwalk, I feel like it's a staple now. One more fun town beach. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I I want to die. All right, we have another question in the audience, Sarah. Hi, Marge. Hi. You put together things that look great. I would never, I like, I love your home. I would have never thought to put those pieces together. So what kind of tips do you have to, like, as far as aesthetic and decor? Um, Because I feel like you have really great taste. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Though Jennifer told me it looks like Dr. Seuss threw up in my house. Which I thought was a very clever line on her part. But I just feel like... You know, I I do have a thing of just like I love <laughs> I do love color, 
and things like that. So I always, um, my thing with decor is just like, you can mix prints and bring prints in, but it has to be in the same color scheme. So like we just did my living, the, the big ballroom living room. So I did black, white, and some blue and green, Kelly, Kelly green. So I think I like to mix prints a lot, but I just feel like you have to stick in the same color. And, and you definitely can do that. So that's like one tip I have. But I think everybody's house has to have a personality of, their, of themselves. So when you go in my house, you know it's my house. I don't care what anybody says. I hate when you go in a house and it's all gray, white, and anybody could live there. If I walk into someone's house and I'm like, who the, who the hell lives here? Who did this house? It doesn't make any sense. It's like there's no personality at all. I hate that. So I do bust, I did always bust Jennifer's chops. I was like, listen, when she had her thrones, you knew she lived there. And now she redid it. And, you know, we just, we always argue about style. But the truth is I am formal, you know, I am trained. I did go to FIT. I did graduate with a design degree. You know, so when everybody gives me lip, I'm like, you know what, you might not love my style, but it is, I am formally trained. <laughs> you know? And it's unique to you, degree. yeah. It shows your personality. Yes, it's just my personality. Yeah. Jason, is there All another right. one? Do we have yes, one we, have, we have one last question for the night. Sandra? Hi, love you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks, so, Sandra. Because you've traveled so much, if you could go to any country outside of the US and Europe from where you're from, where would you go and why? Oh, in Europe, you're saying? No, outside of Europe. Outside and the US. Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buenos Aires. I've never been to Buenos Aires. I'm dying to go. Everybody says it's so fabulous. Um, and that's where I really want to go. And I was, I was just saying that um, Joe doesn't realize that yet, that that's where I want to go. <laughs> there and, and an African safari. That's, Ooh, that's my yes. big thing. I want to do a photographic safari. Um, because I haven't done that. And my family wants to do that. Um, and we said we want to do that as a family with kids. But the tr now we film all summer. And it's just been so hard to get everybody all together. But those are my two big trips I want to do. Because I, I haven't really been in South America. I've, I've been all over Europe. I've been so many other places. But Africans far in Buenos Aires. Yes. Ghana? Yes, I should go to Ghana. That would be great. That would be amazing. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Margaret Joseph. Hey. Thank you for having me. Ugh. I love me some Margaret. I love the Marge. I just love her so much. Guys, go get her book, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. It's actually really good. We did recap it in Bravo Book Club, and I believe those recaps are available on the Instagram account at No Filter with Zach and on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JustPlainZach. So there is a playlist on the YouTube called uh, Bravo Book Club. And so all the books that we do, this week we just wrapped up Stassi's book, Off With My Head, and then we're going to be doing House of Hilton. But Margaret's, Margaret Joseph's book's in there. Dorinda's book is in there. Um, that's actually a fun tidbit that we released on Adam's channel uh, that we've never really talked about is uh, Dorinda was supposed to come. We're, we were trying to get Dorinda to come to our show in New York. Um, we also had Megan Edmonds that was potentially going to be making an appearance there. Um, funny story about Kelly Ben Simone that I feel like I'll tell at some point in the future, maybe on like a live or an after party that we do. We'll, we'll see. There's a lot of fun stuff. Like, trust me, if you guys ask the right questions, we have really good stories and good tea that we can spill and share. Um, 
But yeah, thank you to Margaret Josephs. Like I said, guys, go and buy her book. It's now available in paperback, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. It's actually really good, especially if there's anybody that wants to pursue something in business or um, she talks about her affair and relationships and all of that sort of fun stuff that's also juicy. She talks about, you know, building her career in the early stages. She talks about her mother being raised Hungarian. Um being a bit of a wild child back in the day, talks about housewives. It's it's a really good book, and I really enjoyed it. Audiobook was great. It's usually how I do book clubs now, is I, I skim through the books, and then I listen to them on Audible. So there you go. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. I will be seeing you this Thursday evening on YouTube and Instagram for our regular Thursday lives. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, then you know that the lives will be rebroadcast on the podcast on Friday morning. So there's that to look forward to as well. And until then, I guess next week I have on Amanda Hirsch from Not Skinny, Not Fat. She's going to be coming on the podcast next week, and that's going to be a fun time. She just interviewed Kim Kardashian, and I like want to pick her brain and be like, how can I interview Kim Kardashian? Like, how did you nail that? Like, who do I have to bang to make that happen? Because I will totally bang somebody to make that happen. Um, I would love to interview Kim Kardashian. I would also love to interview Bethany Frankel. I just started her book, Business is Personal. So there's that as well. Okay, I'm rambling, I'm rambling. But anyway, uh, go and give me a follow if you want to keep up with me at Just Plain Zach. You can follow the show if you just want the reality tea and you don't give a fuck about me, then you can follow us at No Filter with Zach. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube so you can watch full episodes or clips or clip, clip, clip. Um all available on the YouTube. Also, we have a bunch of behind the scenes footage, like vlog style, um, that we released exclusively to live stream ticket buyers that I'm thinking maybe later this month or next month, we release them on the YouTube channel if you guys are interested in all that fun behind the scenes footage, because we had a blast and we would love to share that. I just watched the New York one, which is now available to the stellar live stream ticket buyers and it's hilarious and it's great and it makes me miss New York. But anyway, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Be sure to stock up on some no filter wine. Summer is coming and we have so much delicious, yummy housewives content to consume. So why not consume it with some no filter wine? I also did a special how to watch housewives uh, blog post on the skinny confidential, which you can check out where it talks about getting like some skinny girl popcorn and some no filter wine and sipping and enjoying. So go to nofilterwine.com to stock up today and you can get my shirt. Like I said, at justplainzac.com slash shop. Use code nofilter for special savings. All right. Love you. Mean it. Talk to you later, guys. Bye.